0: Two men are walking back to a small town in Judea called Emmaus. They were young men. They had left a lot to follow Jesus. Maybe they were a couple of those 72 disciples that we hear about. They had heard all our Lord's discourses, the beautiful things He said, they'd seen His miracles. But now they were going home. They were packing it in. Everything was over. They had been with Jesus, but their feelings were stronger than their faith. What made their faith in Jesus crumble? Crumble to the ground like bits. The cross. The cross. They pack their bags, they say their goodbyes, and they head on back to their old way of life. But the beautiful thing about Jesus is that He doesn't just leave them walking away. He comes to them, and He's going to give them a divine lesson, a very important lesson, the lesson of the cross. He's going to help them to understand it. And we should listen in, because we could use a little understanding ourselves. It says here that their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. And I think that there are different ways to interpret that, but I think one way is just to think their feelings just overwhelmed their faith. Their feelings clouded everything they saw and understood about Jesus. Their feelings of loss, their feelings of disaster were so great That their faith goes through a big downgrade. And you can even see it in what they say. Because who was Jesus for his disciples? He was the Messiah, he was the chosen one sent by God. But we see already that these young men, in their memory, have downgraded Jesus. He's gone from the Messiah in their faith down a whole level. He's a prophet prophet. Another one of those rejected prophets. Another one of those stories that littered the history of Israel. Another tragic story. I think this has got something to teach us. Our faith is not a static thing. It's not just stuck in one place. It's dynamic. It's moving. It's either growing or diminishing with every decision, everything we do. It's either being nourished and strengthened or it's becoming corroded. And when it's starting to weaken, when it's starting to get like that, when the big crisis comes, it's taken down. But our Lord, he reaches out to these young men and he wants to help them. And he does it with kind of a wake-up call. How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke. How slow of heart. You guys just aren't getting it. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Now, right there... That is one big shocker. The Messiah suffer? For the the Jewish person of the time, Messiah meant winner. Messiah meant victorious king. Messiah wasn't someone who suffers. That was a contradiction in terms. He would lead lead Israel to victory. But this stranger, along the road with these two men, started talking about a suffering Messiah. Then it says he starts explaining the scriptures to them. Talk about a Bible study. I would have loved to have been on that one. It says, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he ter- interpreted everything that referred to him in all the scriptures. And what does he do? He puts the puzzle together. Okay, it's like there are all these little pieces. All these little pieces. The Passover lamb that was sacrificed there by the Israelites before the Exodus out of Egypt. There's the suffering servant of Yahweh. There's another. There's the suffering just man in the Psalms. All these things are floating around in the Bible, in the Old Testament. And Jesus puts them all together takes all those pieces and starts to put them together so that they can understand. He gives them the key, the key to take all this and start fitting it together so that it makes some sense. He gives them the interpretive key, which is faith, and it starts to make sense. And that happens with us, too, in our lives, when we start having faith. Because we can have, like this puzzle that's all scattered on the table. The pieces are not fitting together. okay? But faith is like bringing them together and the things that don't seem to fit suddenly do. And it all starts to make sense. The truth starts to come to us. With faith that darkness of mind that we can have is given clarity and the heart follows with joy and hope. And that's what you see in these young men. When the, when the click happens, they just cannot contain their joy. We're, our heart's not burning within us as he explained the scriptures to us. They had just walked seven miles from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And now, this was before anyone knew how to train for marathons. They turn around and go back to Jerusalem in order to be with the other disciples to announce to them that they had seen Jesus risen from the dead. What an experience. Let's ask our Lord to grant us a little bit of that. Where did they recognize Jesus? Where did it all really start Come together, and the light just came on in the breaking of the bread. That's biblical code language for the Eucharist. In the Eucharist, that's where it all comes together. That's why each time we come to Mass, we see our Lord in our Eucharist. It's like He's taking all that swirling stuff in our lives and He's helping to put it together, help it to make sense, and realize that we are people on with a destiny we are heading towards something great and beautiful in the resurrection so let's ask our lord to give us this understanding so when we encounter the cross when we encounter suffering in our lives we know that it's not just the end it's the beginning of something that our lord is going to use for our good and ultimately for his glory and for our own So we ask that we can have the experience like these disciples, that experience of the risen Lord, and that we can truly, like them, proclaim him to others.